Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. My name is Jameer Dixon, and I'm a locating Mark Fieldman for PG&E. I protect people. I protect our community. I protect our environment. And when you call A11, I come out to your house, and I mark out our gas lines and our electric lines to make sure that you don't hit them when you're digging. A11 is at the heart of safety. I want people to know what's underneath them when they're digging. I'm passionate about it because every time I go on the street, I think about my own kids. A11 is a free service. Even if you're planning a garden, no project is too small to call A11. Together, we're building a better California. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast midweek version where myself, Robbie Muster, and my old mate, Robbie, will look back at the Champions League games and take a quick look forward to the Premier League games upcoming. Though we have to start, my friend, with a massive, massive story coming out of England and the England national team. Sam Allardyce through uh, very um, bad comments, um, through trying to earn uh, money through extracurricular activities um, that was that was highlighted in a sting operation by a English newspaper. He's gone. He's lost yeah. his job with England. Uh, mutual consent. Uh, Gareth Southgate now will take over for the next four mm-hmm. qualifiers. Let's get your take first, mate, on on what do you think that you've seen and, and how it's gone down. Well, I think the first thing, Rob, that hits home is that it's another embarrassment for English football, not only on the pitch now, I've had a disappointment in European Championships, but you're now in a situation where you install a new manager. And Sam Allardyce has probably it's been the dream job for Sam. It's a job that, in many respects, he, he probably thought he would never get. He was never the FA type. He didn't fit their mould. He didn't fit their look. He probably spoke with too broad a northern accent. And What's really funny about the whole situation, and it's not funny to laugh at, but it's, Sam Allardyce has almost lost the job for all the reasons that people would have said he shouldn't have got it in the first place. Yet Sam was, was one of the first to embrace statistics, embraced science and technology in his Bolton days, and, and, and was one of those who was one of the forward thinkers, the adopters of a new way of looking at football. Yet it, 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 in the end, it, it was almost... Almost like being, you know, the second-hand car salesman, always looking for another deal somewhere. It's costing the most prestigious job. You'd have to say, Robin, world football. It's one of the highest-paid, one of the the most ambassadorial jobs in English football. And Sam Allardyce has now lost it. I mean, he's. I mean, we've spoke to him, Rob, and, and we've mm-hmm. played against his teams, etc. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys. English football, like a, one of the good guys. You know, mm. down to earth, appreciates where he is in the game. He does a great job with his club teams for the most part without really, mm. let's admit it, doing it at a top, top club. Um, and just this 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 suspicion of greed, isn't it? Of yeah. chasing the next dollar, of, of, of you know, uh, allegedly uh, having the knowledge to get around the FA requirements for third-party ownership, mm. et cetera, et cetera. So it's just, as you said, stuff that he shouldn't be involved with at all. It's so disappointing. I, I watched him today on the news, Rob, coming out of his house. He's, you know, sensibly he's going to take a few days away. He looks devastated. Yeah, yeah. He looks absolutely devastated to the point of a very, very upset. Um, and, and it's yeah. just disappointing. But I, I have got no problem with him losing the job. I think it looks bad on himself regarding the FA and the England national team. So I think it had does, to happen, you know? Does he get another job, Rob? Does, does he get another job back in club football? Can you, can we, 
Will people overlook that and say, okay, well, Sam Allardyce's been a good club manager, he's kept teams in, in the league, he, he knows what he's doing. Do, do you think it affects his currency when he, he tries to get back in the game? It's a brilliant, it's a brilliant question. And I'm just I'm just trying to think of it from the owner's point of view. You know, mm. can the can the owners trust this guy to negotiate deals or to work mm. on their behalf when there's huge amounts of money involved? Um and can they trust him? I mean, I, I, you know, the age that he is now, um, he's over 60 years old. It's really difficult. I, I, I'm, I, I think my, my, my head says he, sh- he will not get another job, but my heart, my gut feeling with the desperation in the Premier League says mm. he will. I think he will yeah. get another job. Yeah, and I think it will be in the Premier League, Robbie. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just think that at some point there'll be some ownership group, some owner, some chairman whose team look like they might go down and come February or March. Listen, yeah. I wouldn't rule out to return back to Sunderland because I'm not sure David Moyes is going to see that out. He could return back to Sunderland and kick them up again, the, the spirit of Sam. But um, it's disappointing on, on English football, Robin. It, it appears, and I know some stories are just breaking as we're doing this podcast about maybe some championship managers and, and, and play management. Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank names got mentioned, Tommy... The, the, he's a, an assistant, Tommy Wright, I think, at Barnsley, who's got mentioned, the, the owner of, of Leeds. So this could be a, a snowball effect. And, and again, it, it just looks bad on football. Let, let's talk a little bit about, about the England position now, Rob, because, you know, an, an ex-teammate of yours, a good friend of ours, um, Gareth Southgate, gets a job. My gut feeling with, with Gareth, Rob, is that I'm not sure he particularly wants a single right. job. I don't think he, he feels it's the right time or the right sort of position for him where he is in his career. Can, is it a bit like David Moyes going to Manchester United? If you're offered it, can you, can you turn it down? <laughs> well, he's actually said, hasn't he, when, when he was, before Sam mm. was, um, he, he said, listen, it's just not, I'm not ready for that position. And I think he still feels that. I don't think, I don't think he would take the job if he was offered it to answer your question. Um, that being said, I mean, I know him very, very well. We roomed yeah. together for a year at Middlesbrough. He, he is the the most honest. I think people know that, to be yeah. fair. He's a very honest guy, very smart guy for a, for a footballer. Um, you know, judging everybody a little bit there. But, he, but he's a smart guy, intelligent. He tries to do things the right, well, the right way. He did very well at Middlesbrough, really, considering just from playing career into management. I think he's an ideal guy for now. And thing is, Rob, if the results and the performances are good in yeah. these four games, there will be uh, an excitement about him staying on. I, that will be the time when he'll have to look at himself in the mirror to say, wow, you know, maybe we've won the four games. Do I want to take this? I still think he'll say no, but that'll be, that of course, will be really, really interesting. Yeah, no doubt. If he if he gets if he gets offered it and he gets the wins, there, there will be a temptation that he's the right man to go in for the job. Let's let's move things on, Rob. We want to talk about the Champions League, and we, we want to. I want to sort of focus your, your attention on Manchester City. Went up to Celtic Park. It was a, was a brilliant game of football, end to end. Probably a little bit too much end to end for for Pep Guardiola and his team. Ended up at three three. Have Celtic thrown down the blueprint of what to do? What yeah? What no Premier League team could do this season is, is take a point off Manchester City. Did, did Celtic? Were Celtic brave? Did they go for it? Did, did they show a couple of weaknesses, especially defensively, of the mm. City team? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I was fascinated. I mean, absolutely kudos to, mm. to Brennan Rogers and this Celtic team yeah. and the, the, the fans. I mean, it's a ridiculous Celtic Park, uh, midweek Champions League night, magnificent. So full marks there. But what we did see was the high energy, uh, mm. hurly-burly Celtic yeah. players flying at Manchester City, guys. And I'm yeah. thinking, wow, this, this is the way to do it. Now, yeah. it, it takes a remarkable amount of effort and some yeah. and some organization in terms of the structure but really it's about getting into the faces fast football putting them under pressure throwing balls into the box because Guardiola has admitted before in his career he doesn't focus that much on defending his mm-hmm. teams are not very good defensively so i thought that was a a very big indicator for me and i'm sure to a lot of premier league managers wow it's not easy but you can ruffle them and i think i think I think they don't mind end-to-end. Pep Guardiola does not mind end-to-end games. He fancies his team to come out Mm. on top in those matches. But yeah, yeah, I think that's more than sitting back and playing 5-4-1 or 4-5-1 and being deep, 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 which is another way of doing it. I think this way is is more profitable. If you if you if you if you win the ball in high areas, you've got great chances to score. Put those defenders under pressure, and you can get results. Well done, uh, Celtic. Yeah, I totally agree, Robert. But and I think you you hit the nail on the head. It's about being hectic. It's about that kind of yeah. speed of play. But it's about having it with some security, with, with some measures in there. Because as you say, if it becomes a basketball game, City have got great talents going forward. But I have to say, Rob, at times I saw, and I saw signs of this at Swansea, and I know we talked about it on our radio show at the weekend, where there was a 15-minute spell at, at, at Swansea at the weekend when Swansea put some balls in the box, and Llorente was causing problems and balls were bouncing around, and I just thought, this City team don't like that. You know, there's one or two back there who, who like to be in possessionable, who like to step in the midfield and play the passes, but they didn't look at, at, at the same players, Rob, when... The game was hectic when things were being thrown in, when bodies were, were having to be put on the line. And I, I just think some of the basic defending from City has not been great and has not been tested. And um, it's going to be interesting how other Premier League teams, because they'll all look at the tape, they'll all have, have a see what, what Celtic did. I mean, will they be as brave? I mean, in fairness, you know, 75 minutes, some of the Celtic players were done. But, but rightly so, they put in so much effort into the game. Well, I just wonder if a few Premier League teams, maybe some of the lower teams who know they can't com- com- compete with a possession, can they have a pace in the game, put balls in the box, make them defend and ask questions of City? So we don't, we're not talking about full-backs coming into nice positions and playing because there was none of that tonight, by the way, at Celtic Park. It was real sort of knuckle to the, to the ground kind of stuff. And um, in fairness, it, it, it's a point, I think in the end, City will say they're pleased to get having yeah, conceded I- three goals. Just, just, fine, just finally on that, Rob, I, I think, you know, we've had, um, you know, we've had disagreements, et cetera, about who's going to do well this year. And, and you, know, you know what my concerns are with Manchester City. And um, they didn't lose the game tonight. And, no. of course, they're, they're, they scored three goals, but they conceded three goals to Celtic. Mm. And my, my, my buzzword for this season is durability. And yeah. I, I still am concerned that there is a potential softness um, if you can find a way to get some of that ball and put them under pressure. And I just thought tonight we saw a little bit of that. 
uh, in City that, that wow, you know, it, without our normal control, we don't mm. look particularly secure. I mean, long way to go and, and they, yeah. might, they might win a load more and, of course, that might be less of an issue, but that's mm. just my, my little sneaking concern. Just quickly on Kevin De Bruyne, did they miss him badly, Rob? Uh, yeah, I, I think any team would, would miss him in that form. Just that ability to, to knit the midfield into the forward, to maybe control a little bit of the game as yeah. they did. I thought Fernandinho was at a stretch tonight. He was being pulled all over the place because of the pace of the game. So the protection wasn't as good. But um, listen, City will say, listen, Vincent Company didn't play. John Stones was on the bench. You know, their, their better centre-backs are still to come in the team. They didn't get beat. So, you know, yeah. they're learning lessons as they go along. Let's move it back, back to yesterday, Rob. We CSK Moscow and Spurs. Spurs away from home. Bit of a test for Spurs, having lost that first game at, at Wembley in, in not great circumstances. But again, I just get the sense of Spurs team are starting to kick into gear a little bit. It's starting to come back for a little bit from the end of last season in the poor Europa Championships for a lot of players. They're just sort of finding their feet again to it for me, Tottenham. Yeah, I watched this game, Rob, and uh, I mean, they deserve to win. I mean, yeah. CSKA, you know, we all know it, it kind of depends on what time of year you go over there to play mm-hmm. them. This is a good time to go in September still. It gets very, very cold, of course. Um, later in, in the year. Um, yeah, I just think they're in total control, absolutely in control, boss the game in terms of possession. And mm-hmm. Hyun Min Son, I, I don't know what's happened. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to him. We, I, I, for, for NBC uh, Sports, we did the Olympic Games and the yeah. men's soccer. And I, and I looked at this guy, Hyun Min Son, playing, and he, did, he didn't look anything different to a lot of the other players in, in their team and in the tournament. But all mm-hmm. of a sudden, he's come back to Spurs and he's absolutely on fire. The best yeah. player, creating yeah. stuff, dribbling past players, scoring goals. He was a hero again. And yeah. of all the players that Spurs have attack, attacking-wise, I don't think we expected to be talking about Hyun Min Son as being the star guy for Spurs. That has to be good for the team. Yeah. Pochettino and their chances of finishing the top four again. Yeah, for sure. And, and it was interesting, Rob, because I know after, after the Olympics, that he, 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 he missed a couple of, um, of international games and said... He was going back to his football club. He has to concentrate on being more regular in the Spurs yeah. team. And we've seen we've seen a different home son this season. And he probably took the, the signing of Sissoko as a slight, which I like. Yeah. You know, we've said both a number of times over the last season, how the Spurs get better? Well, they need to get better from the wide position. They need to get goals. We've looked at Ericsson. We've looked at Lamella and said they've got to do a little bit more in those areas. Well, Hummel and Son has now become the guy, which is one of the first names on the team sheet from, from a guy who I think... Many were suggesting might be on his way out or certainly just be a bit part player. He's now got, get, got his threat. Looks like the player we, we've seen in the past who, who can go at people, make things happen, score goals, create goals. And, and that energy that he brings on, on that, that left-hand side of the pitch coming in field has, has been vital. So with Harry Kane out and you know some suggestions that Harry Kane will be early November, so it might not be quite as long as people thought, he's been vital for, for Spurs in their rehabilitation of trying to get things going. Just listen, just um, as, as we think about Spurs versus Manchester City, mm. um, I mean, I'll tell you what, that's obviously a very difficult game for Spurs against City. Vincent yeah. Janssen, Vincent yeah. Janssen was, was very poor uh, for Spurs against CSK Moscow. Now, you know, forgive me if that's a, a, a harsh criticism. Um, he's just mm. got into the team. It's the Champions League. It's not easy. I get it. He didn't look at the level required for Spurs. Now, that has to be a concern 
as Harry Kane, you just talked about, is going to be out for a few weeks. Um, they're at home against Manchester City. They have to have everybody playing well enough. Mm. I'm worried that Spurs have not bought the right guy in Vincent Janssen or, or he shouldn't be playing in the first team right now. He should be allowed to develop, whether it's with a younger team or whether it's out on loan. Listen, you know, I might have jumped in the gun on this, but he looked way short of the quality needed. And when you play in Man City, you need to be at your best. Two words, Robbie Musto. Roberto Soldado. <laughs> Not good enough. Yeah. Again, I, I, listen, you don't want to make knee-jerk reactions. You want to give people time yeah. to get used to the league. He's yeah. still golfing at the VC. So, listen, but, but what I see, Rob, when I look at him, when I, when I watch... What, how the other players sort of react, their body language with him. I'm not sure some of the teammates are having as well. Sometimes balls are being played up. There was a ball got played up to him and Ericsson made a run off him. He tried a kind of back heel thing and it didn't come off him. Ericsson just gave him like the shrug of the shoulders. I've seen those things, Rob. We've been around football clubs enough to know you've got to win the confidence of your teammates as well as any, anybody else before you, you, you settle into teams. And this guy looks a bit short. He's... He's not quick. He, he he runs with his chest out. He puffs. He, he he tries, but I'm not sure he's going to have the clinical quality that you need to be either a sole striker or a dual striker in a team like Spurs, where they have to build up and get the midfield into the last parts of the pitch. If they're not being, if, if the ball's not being secured well, Robert, if there's not good runs in behind, some of those midfield players can look a little bit poor, and and that's where I think there's going to be a problem with with, with Vincent Janssen. Just, uh, just for Sunday, Sunday's game, Spurs are home against Man City, 9.15 Eastern time on NBCSN. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'd love to see Spurs front foot, Have a go. high press, yeah. high energy. Mm. This is going to mm. be, in my opinion, the biggest test so far. I think we yeah. expected the Man United uh, game to be, the derby mm. to be the big test, but it wasn't a big test. No. No. This has to be a big test. Yeah. This has to give us more answers about Man City. How good are they under pressure? Mm. Uh, White Hart Lane will be bouncing. The team is young, is energetic from Spurs, mm. will come at them. That's what I hope they do. I hope they don't sit back and allow uh, City to have comfortable possession in front of them because that, in my opinion, is not the right way to do it. Do you think they're going to get front foot, Rob, or do you think Pochettino's going to say to his players, OK, let's respect what quality they have, mm. let's sit back? I hope not. No, no, no I... I don't think they will. I think there'll be times sometimes when they'll go in a slightly deeper um, position and, and allow um, City to have a little bit of the ball. I think they do that sometimes to have a rest to keep the team compact. But I think it'll be the first time this season, and, City, and, and, and United didn't do that, even with United playing well, didn't contest possession in the middle of the field. They almost said, well, let City have it. We knew they were going to sit back and Jose likes to count it. I don't think Spurs can do that in the same way. I think Pochettino's teams like to get on the football, like to control the play. We'll, we'll ask questions of this Manchester City defence. And um, again, it's, I'm almost feel a little bit sad that Harry Kane isn't fit and isn't part of the team because I think that would be the, 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 the ultimate test of, OK, how do you deal with a good centre-forward who can make runs as well as the midfield threats coming from, from below them? But, you know, even without him, this Spurs team can certainly... If Celtic can test Manchester yeah. City as they did tonight, Spurs have got enough to do that. And I hope, like you, they go on the front foot and they ask questions to City and we find out, can City defend as well as they can attack? 
The other team in North London, Robbie Earl, Arsenal, mm. uh, f- suddenly found a really? very, very sweet patch of form. 2-0 against Basel on Wednesday. Um, Theo Walcott, what, mm. what's going, what is going on with this guy? Five goals yeah. now and seven appearances across mm. uh, different competitions for Arsenal yeah. this season. Back on the right-hand side, and he, he's like, well, mm. yeah, I, I, I want to be considered as a right-sided player again. Yeah. Is this, and I'm going to say it straight away now, is this a temporary... Uh, peak in form for Theo Walcott, which I think it is. Mm. I think he will not be able to maintain this all season. And I, of course, I mm. wish that he could. I haven't seen it. You know, I don't know why all of a sudden, right now, he should turn into a player that's assisting and scoring goals every week for a long period mm. of time. Now, again, I hope he, he proves me wrong. Um, mm. But how excited are you for, for Theo Walcott and Arsenal in general? In Arsenal, we trust. In Theo, we trust. It's all coming together, Robbie Musto. Listen, I'm like you, and, and, and like I'm, I'm pleased now that Theo's saying he, he's happy to play on the right and say, you know, one time it was like, I want to be only a centre forward, be as a striker. I still don't think he, he, he scores enough goals, and his, his movement is quite right to be the central striker. He can go in there for games and cause people problems with his pace, but I don't think that that's where he, he, he wants to be. But... It's interesting, Rob, because I'm, I'm looking at Theo in, in a game like you. A bit, I mean, Theo, in some respects, mirrors Arsenal Football Club. You mm. kind of see the good days, you think, wow. But your question is, eh, is he really going to keep this up? Can he keep the consistency? Now, let me ask you a question, and the question is, when you were 21, 22, 23 years of age, were you the same player you were when you were 31, 32, 33 years of age? I'd like to think not, because I, I know personally... You mature in different ways, you mature at different times. Now, Theo's a father. Theo got left out of the England um, squad in the summer. Theo might just have taken a corner and matured a little bit and said, you know what, it's now time for me to deliver. He's, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there, Rob. I, mm. I, liked, I liked his interview at the weekend after the game against Chelsea and he said, we understand these games a little bit more. We're not, you know, we've been through a few, we've lost a few and we know what it, what it, what it takes. I liked it. Tonight, I heard his interview after the um, the performance against Basel in his couple of goals. And he, and he said, we're not getting carried away. Our focus is on the weekend when we go to Burnley. We've got to make sure we do the job there. That isn't the Theo Walcott I heard three, four years ago. I would be saying, oh, yeah, we're great. We're da, 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 da. The selfies would be out and this and that. It looks like a guy who may be robbing. We've got to, you've got to give people a chance to say they can change. Just maybe... The, the, the penny started to drop and it's interesting we talked about Manchester City before and we're talking about um, Arsenal now two players on either side Raheem Sterling and Theo Walcott are both kind of showing a maturity and more of a confidence in themselves and their ability than we've seen in the past and, and maybe you know Theo's doing it at, at 28 whatever he is now Raheem Sterling's doing it at 21, 22 but players sometimes the message hits and, and, it, and it sticks. And I'd just like to think, you know, give Theo a chance. Let's give him a chance. Let's see if, if he can keep this form. Why do we always want to knock Theo Walcott? Because that's happened in the past. I think, you know, just looking, looking at his, his, uh, his history a little bit, Rob, and, mm. and I know it's in, in 2012-2013 season, he scored 14 league goals. He scored yes. 14 yeah, league goals. goals. I mean, that's, a, that's, an, out, that's an outlier. Mm. Uh, even before that, when he's younger, a younger player, he got eight, he got yeah. nine. Uh, mm. and, and then the, the seasons after the 2013, five, 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 and now three so far. So, so yeah. is he going to get back to, 
I mean, three years ago, um, I mean, this, yeah, I get these at his injury issues, et cetera, but absolutely, Rob, let's, let's give him a chance to prove me wrong. And to, if yeah. he gets into to 12, 13 goals, then fair play to you, mate. You've turned it around and you've been consistent because that's what he needs for his own career. He's 27 now, so he's, yeah. still, he's still right in the sweet spot in terms of his, uh, his career, his, his athletic um, ability right now. Mm. And I, I hope he does it. And I hope Arsenal push on to have a really great season. I tell you, who's having a great season in the Champions League. You wouldn't say they quite mirrored it in the Premier League as yet, but Leicester City, Rob, two games, two wins in the Champions League. Is when Slomani's looking like a good bit of business. Just gives them a very a different feel to the front, where they can maybe swing a few balls in. He's aggressive, good with his head. Is, is a real threat in the box. I mean, dare I suggest it? Oh, Leicester God. are going to win the Premier League <laughs> one year and the Champions League the next. I mean, come on, Robbie. Must- I mean, you know, it was in the romantic mood. <laughs> Brilliant. I knew you was going to go there. I knew you'd chuck that one in. Uh, do you know what? Who, who am I? How, who are we to say that they can't do that? Absolutely. They might be saving all their energy, all their uh, games for the Champions League and, um, and full marks to them. Porto is never easy for any team. Um, yes, they've got a good group. They win this group, Robbie Earl. They'll be one of the high seeds. They're going to get a second place. You know they have a chance to progress in this competition, so absolutely, why not? I think I think Slimani is a is a very interesting uh, player to sign. There's a lot of Premier League teams, Robbie Earl, that want a striker, a, a, a proven goal scorer. He's 28 years of age. His fee was a lot. He was what was he? Something like 40 million dollars. So you know this yeah, isn't. Big money. Yeah, it was big money, but he's doing the business. And, and fair play to them, and fair play to to Leicester City to beat to beat uh, Porto like that. Um, is absolutely fantastic. They host Southampton on Sunday, kick off 9.15 uh, on CNBC. Um, and I just, I just hope they start getting a little bit of Premier League form because yeah. they're better than what they've shown yeah. us so far in the Premier League. They're, they're a good side that should finish in the Premier League, you know, in and around the top eight for sure. I hope they do it. Yeah, I'd agree with you, Rob, on that one. I just think that they're, they're, they're you know, players who've done so well last season. I, I, I hope they don't throw that away. And then, you know, look into uh, the, the coming season. Let, let's move into to Manchester United. Obviously, we're doing the podcast before they play their Europa League matches with Ken, but much talk at United about Wayne Rooney in particular. Uh, didn't play in the league against Leicester. They get probably their best win for, for many years uh, at, at last weekend. Marlon Fellaini also dropped. Is, is, is the Europa League going to be a, a competition where Jose... Uses players, begs players, gives players a chance to show that they can get into the first eleven with all priorities on the Premier League. Yeah, I think so, Rob. I, I don't think there's a, a lot of uh, appetite for the Europa League, you know, rightly or wrongly. Well, you get Champions yeah. League, Rob. It's Champions League, though, at the end of the day, isn't it? It's a Champions it's League spot on the end of it. It's so, it's so many games. It's such a long period of time. And, and the Thursday to Sunday, you know, the Champions mm. League uh, play, uh, teams, obviously, they yeah. sometimes get a Wednesday. They sometimes get a Tuesday. The Tuesday gives them a, a much better rest period before the weekend games. It's always Thursday. It's always Thursday to Sunday. There might be some Mondays, I suppose. Mm. That's difficult. Um, I'm not expecting Manchester United to go the whole way in the Europa League and win it. I think there will be changes. There will be rotations. Players that don't play for Man United in the Premier League will get a run out. And yeah, you might see some younger players developing themselves, putting pressure on some of the first team players for United in the, in the league. But I don't see it being um, something that the, that the United as a club 
as the players mm. or the fans will get that excited about. Again, that that, just, that maybe is wrong, but I, that's my opinion on it. Just a quick one at you before we just, I, I want a quick line on Stoke, but just before I do, Marcus Rashford, is he now one of the first 11? Is he not part of the European sort of second squad? He's, yeah, he is. He's first team player. It's just, it's just too much. Too much evidence mm. is building up, Rob. Too much evidence is building mm. up that, that, that things happen when he's on the field of play. And I, I actually like him from the left. I like him there. Yeah. He is a striker. He's going to get a little bit more space to use his tricks and his pace in a wide area. He's going to get the ability to come inside on his stronger right foot to score. And you just got to love his youthful uh, energy and his attitude. I just love his attitude as well, Rob. I think he's a worker. I think he's willing to listen, to learn, to improve. And you're right. He's at, it's took him a little bit of patience, but his performances, not what he said in the press or sulky or anything else, mm-hmm. his performances have made sure that he's, a, he's in the starting lineup. And yes, he should, absolutely should stay in there. Uh, and Matter should stay in now as well. Number 10 position, mm-hmm. excellent license to go everywhere. Wayne Rooney is going to find it difficult, I would think, to get back in this starting lineup, maybe to rest Zlatan at certain times, but is he really going to rest Zlatan in the Premier League? I think not. So, yeah, Rashford's in for me, absolutely. Well, it's good to hear that Jose's playing the kids. I know you, Rob, and many others were saying, oh, yeah. a bit worried about the development of the kids, but that's not been the case. Quick line, you know, just on the attitude, you talk about attitude, Rob. Stoke City got off to a terrible start to the, to the season for them, two points so far. I mean... Has their attitude just not been right? Have they fell into the trap a little bit like West Ham, believing the hype a little bit, not not got going, not understood what makes them difficult to play against? Yeah, I I think they, I I said at the weekend, you know, it's almost like thinking you're something you're not. And yeah, we've Mm -hmm. all, we've really enjoyed what Mark Hughes has done there, Robbio, and and he he deserves credit for for a gradual change of style, improvement of quality through signings. It's just... It's just come to a, a, a screeching stop at the moment. And I expect the team to regroup. I expect the manager's going to get them back on board. There's too many good players there. I know this has been said before for struggling teams. Just look at Newcastle United or, or, or Aston Villa to a lesser degree. But big teams and, and teams with good squads do go down. I think they're going to be okay. Um, I, I just... It, but throwing it back at you, when you have got players like Boyan and mm. Wilfred Bonny and Jordan Shakiri, and to a lesser degree, Anotovic, I think his attitude mm. is good. Can you can you see a situation where those star players just get a little bit tired of Stoke and just take their foot off the Ooh. gas and say, "I've had enough of this now. I want to move somewhere else." How possible? Never tired of Stoke, Robbie Musto. It's, <laughs> it's God's county. But I hear what you're saying. I, I don't think that's the case. Sometimes what, what I think so may why? happen why is... Why is it? What's well, well, what, well, what I think is is that you've got to always get the balance right. And if, if, if Stoke City start to think, and this might be just a, a mindset, that now we're a good football team. We can go to Palace and get a result. We go here and they stop doing the things... That, that made them good players, that the hard work, that open games up, then you can get your ability. I think they've, they've just got their balance wrong and they've just started to have too many of those flair players without without some of the work and without some of the graft and without some of the things you need to do to win football matches. That's what I think is a problem. That's why I think Mark Hughes will make some changes come the weekend. I think it will be more... <laughs> 
don't want to sort of go back too far, but I think it'll go back to more of the Tony Pulis era where actually you'll get some legs in there, you'll get some hard work in there, you'll get people like Jonathan Walters in there, who you know what you're going to get from. And if you need to get a nil-nil at Old Trafford, you have to go and do that to make sure you, you, you get, get the, the, the win. Just, just finally, Rob, on, on this podcast, let's just quickly yeah. let's just quickly pick out a, a few games from the weekend that's fascinating. I'll pick out uh, a couple here. I think yeah. West, West Ham United are absolutely desperate for Ooh. a victory against Middlesbrough um, at their new stadium, the London Stadium, or whatever they've called yeah. it. We know it's the Olympic Stadium. We know it's been difficult. Mm-hmm. That's a, a fascinating game. And also at the bottom, Sunderland. Sunderland versus yeah. West Brom. Sunderland mm-hmm. with David Moyes has to find a way to win. I'll say they're going to drop away very quickly. Which ones for you kind of stand out a little bit? Two that I'm interested in, Rob. Two teams not without with no European football. So we talked about the coaches who like to go on the training ground. Swansea hosting Liverpool, informed Liverpool, talking about Swansea with Guidolin. If he doesn't win the game, could lose yeah. his job. People like Bob Bradley being mentioned, Ryan Giggs are being mentioned. Big game for Swansea. And then Chelsea going to Hull, Rob. I don't know what you're going to get from Chelsea. That isn't the kind of place you want to go if you're not prepared and, and you're not organised. So, you know, Conte's had a bit of a pop at some of the Chelsea players this week. I imagine they've been doing plenty of sessions on the training ground. It's going to be a tough one there at the kick-on stadium to see if uh, Chelsea can get a win and, and turn things around. But as ever, mate, it's, we have to call it time here for our midweek musings. But we'll be back at the weekend with another podcast as we view an important match day seven in the Premier League. We're asking, can Spurs learn something from Celtic? Can Chelsea control Hull? And is it a different Arsenal now? We'll know after the visit to Turf Moor. And if you need an extra fill of ill and musto, you can catch us 5pm Eastern time each and every Premier League Saturday on NBC Sports Radio for the Two Robbies Football Show. Bye for now. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS, wireless, figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.